10 o'clock, we'll call the meeting to order. We approve the minutes from the last meeting. Second. Motion is second to approve minutes. All in favor say aye. 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 All ayes will be carried. Move to approve the agenda as submitted. I'll second it. And a motion and a second to approve the agenda. All in favor say aye. 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 All ayes, motion carries. Any citizens' input? Okay. <coughs> Renee, you got some ARP money recommendations? Yep. Yeah. Committee met yesterday. Um, we reviewed just this one application that was received from the Yes Center. Um, Brent, you have anything you want to? The committee wasn't 100%. Uh, vote wasn't 100%, but we voted, what was it, 4 2 or 5 I think it was 4 2. 4 2 to recommend um, funding this amount for the Yes Center. Um, I've lost the, there, there's the amount, $6,619. And we do have that much money, so maybe like over the money we have right now, correct? Yes, we do. that we've got in hand um, with what's already been committed we've got about 73,000 left I think um, so this would be a small portion of that I do expect um, I know some of the other counties have re started receiving their second half but everybody that I've talked to that has gotten that have been the ones that had applied um, in either May or June of last year we waited until July to, to do that and in fact it was the end of July by the time we got all the paperwork submitted. So I don't think we'll probably get that option to um, request our second half until probably towards the end of July. So the committee recommends this. Yes. So I'll make a motion that uh, we fund the Yes Center in the amount of $6,619 as requested. I'll second it. The motion is second. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Hey, could you uh, tell us what they're doing for the Yes Center? They need new vehicles for the transportation side of it. They're going to. There's a, a number of things in here that you want to look at, you sure can. Was that um, number two vehicles the same amount for every county? It's 13 counties, and yes, that was divided among the 13 counties. An equal amount um, for each county. An equal amount for each county. It's like $100,000 original request, wasn't it? Originally, um, there's 40000 for the cost of two vehicles, um, 8000 for um, electronic door locks to secure some areas that weren't being used before, um, plexiglass partitions, um, Control room repair, 
um, and then it's, uh, it's got study carols for students in their classrooms. Um, they had to kind of revamp how things were with, with COVID. Um, but they did submit you know, receipts for everything. Um, Total cost of says it's $86,039 divided by the 13 at 6619 per county. And if one county doesn't do it, nobody was going to no, do nobody's it. Gonna do it. Oh, no. But as of a month ago, it was everybody had, was doing it that far. I got nothing. Thank you, Renee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Curtis. Are you saying yes center? Y E S? What are you saying? Yes. Youth Emergency Youth Services. Emergency services. Gotcha. Can we look at this quick while I'm up here too? I yeah. think it's done at the bottom. Um, Secretary of State's office is offering a ten thousand grant ten thousand dollar grant for um, Help America Vote Act doing with security and cybersecurity. Um, we have to have it applied for by the 30th of this month. Um, and we've got until um, January 26 to spend it. Um, we've started kind of talking about some of the things that we need, but I need your approval to actually get this grant application in so that we can get those funds. So moved. I'll second. I'll second to apply for the cybersecurity grant. All in favor say aye. 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 All ayes motion carry. Did any of you guys want a copy of that? Uh, I don't much We've been told if we if we fill out the application, yep. Just curious, what what are we gonna apply for? Um, a couple yeah. of things that we've talked about are um, some locks on our election room doors um, with our equipment. Um, it's basically it's security and cybersecurity. So we got Taylor working on. Cyber. Anything that we can do on that end. We had to upgrade um, our website to a .gov, so we're looking at what part of those expenses. Um, we can go back and apply, and apply those expenses to this grant. Um, otherwise, there's a lot of ideas being tossed around right now by different counties, but nothing nothing that we've really decided on at this point. So. Very good. If you got any ideas, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll let you come up with the ideas. Thank you. Blake, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Morning. 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 All right, here to discuss the insurance renewal, which is up on the first. I have the final quote and then last year's. So you can kind of see some differences there, and then I can, I'll kind of explain a little bit on them. I won't go line by line, but uh, just kind of go through a little bit on what we're seeing on differences. Um, if you look at the, if you look at last year's compared to this year's on the law enforcement liability, we saw a really big increase there, and 
and that's just due to the litigious landscape we're seeing. Um, way bigger verdicts. Um, they're just raising liability rates as far as that goes, um, especially on the law enforcement side. Um, we are rated for one more dog, so that's part of it, but not a significant part of it. That's just a, a rate change. So um, as far as the rest goes, um, we did add about $500,000 in added vehicle coverage. Um, we added several vehicles, and then there weren't as many taken off throughout the year, so there's some added coverage there um, due to more vehicles. Um, we added, uh, with uh, just their built-in inflation guard factor to increase buildings by a percentage, I think, of 8% this year, uh, that added a total of um, $2.5 in added property coverage. Um, again, there's a pretty good increase in just the general liability rate, too, and again, that's just due to what, what they're calling in the insurance industry nuclear verdicts. Um, a $1 million uh, verdict 10 years ago is probably $5 million these days. They've just really jumped up a lot in a lot of suits, so um, they're just kind of responding to that. Um, another key point, um, if you remember um, last year they began to take away the credit voucher that they were normally granting. Um, in 2020 that was 17000 so that was you know, obviously very helpful in keeping the premium down. Um, they're, they're still not doing that. They've talked that they may in the future, but um, with the you know, ridiculous losses they saw from that derecho in 2020 and then many many subsequent you know more minor windstorms but they've added up to be pretty significant form too um so i know they you know jim i talked to you earlier near they they expected or just you know let everybody know that they're probably looking to go with about a 20 percent increase and i think that's pretty consistent here um if we wouldn't have made as many additions um, and, you know, increased some coverages, then, you know, we probably would have been looking at that 20%, but it is a little higher than that. How much? Um, I, I guess I will, you know, I will want you guys to be aware there is an alternative out there. Um, it's EMC Insurance. They have a municipality program um, however, I've been seeing with EMC, and I'm sure it's probably no different on their municipality program, um, large, anything over a certain dollar amount of coverage for a replacement cost on a building, they're imposing either a 1% deductible, so 1% of the building cost as a deductible for any damage, um, or sometimes a $25,000 deductible, so basically it have to be a pretty large loss to for to respond and also um, some of our a couple of our larger EMC accounts we're seeing um, they're going to actual cash value roof settlements on claims and cosmetic damage exclusions so if there's a metal roof metal siding anything like that gets dinged up from hail 
if it's still functional, they won't do anything to it. It's just got to, you know, it's got to actually be damaged that will uh, affect the functionality of the siding or roof. So um, on the plus side, ICAP isn't imposing anything like that. So, um, you know, that's a good thing. And we're, we're seeing that on the um, hospitals, school districts, municipalities um, that are in an alternate uh, alternate uh, market other than ICAP, we're seeing some major coverage reductions. Re the no, I really can't tell you, to be honest with you. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, so we're seeing that on, on you know, the larger risk side of things in, in the industry. Um, so yeah, at least we're not, you know, we're not seeing that, and they haven't talked about any of that at all either, so I don't think they will, rather than, rather than reduce coverage, um, you know, they, right, yeah, that's, that's kind of the approach they're taking, and again, you know, it's, you know, the landscape is pretty bad right now, basically just because of all the, all the storms we've had, um, it's just been really, really tough out there, um, I will say we talked about the building increases that, um, you know, a few weeks ago, yeah. they are not in this, but what they quoted um, was it was probably about fifteen hundred to two thousand, but they said it would be most beneficial for the county to make those changes after the renewal is done. So after the first, I can request those to be um, increased to what we talked about, because if there's any single building or any property item that um, doesn't have a one hundred thousand dollar increase or more, that's no charge. So say we bring a building from 70000 to 150000 there won't be any charge for that midterm. So the only thing that we would be charged for is if we brought a building, you know, increased by over 100000 on on the limit. So most of those that we talked about um, won't have a charge on an increase. There'd just be a few that we discussed that would have a, a small charge. And again, it's it's pretty insignificant for the amount of coverage we're going to get back in case, you know, in case we need it. So your plan would be for us to okay this today and then come back within a month and try and upgrade those, some of those other buildings that you're saying? Right. And they said, you know, they, they gave me the quote, um, if, if we were to do it at the renewal, it was approximately $2,000. But, um, like I said, many of those buildings that we're looking at increasing, they'd be a less than a hundred thousand dollar increase. So a lot of those wouldn't be charged for. So um, it would be beneficial to the county to make that change. You know, just like say a couple weeks here. Okay. Um, I can mention just a couple other things I did to do some cost reduction to just kind of mitigate some of this increase. Um, there's a lot of specifically scheduled property on the you know, a scheduled property, um, you know, lots of things from uh, handheld radios to, you know, um, switches, communication devices, all those kind of things. Um, I changed those deductibles from 500 to 1,000. Um, you know, we don't see very many claims on the scheduled items. Um, we just don't. I mean, most of our claims are auto claims. Um, and, you know, we've had a few from Lightning and stuff too, but um, so I think in the long run that's going to be beneficial um, cost-wise. Something we could talk about, um, 
going forward and we could do this as a midterm change or we could look at it for next year. All the, the auto deductibles are $200 for comprehensive, $350 for collision. Um, we, could, we could look to going to $500, comprehensive 1000 collision um, on every vehicle except for, say, the uh, ambulances and the police vehicles and the dump trucks. Those are by far the three categories that have the most claims. Um, I think all the rest, you know, we barely see very many, you know, any auto claims, um, physical damage claims anyway to county vehicles other than those three categories. And, and most of them, honestly, most of our claims are just rock chips, windshield damage, not a whole lot of, you know, collision stuff. So um, I think that would be helpful. Um, and then also building deductibles are all $1,000. We could look to change those to 2,000 maybe, or, or something a little higher, because, because again, we don't we don't see a whole lot of building claims either, you know. So um, that could be a in the long run cost saving measure as well, I believe. Um, those are most of the points I guess I had. Um, if you guys have any questions, I'd do my best to answer. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. But it's Sometimes just, you just gotta like, roll the dice a little bit and maybe hopefully things work out for the best. We're still covered yeah. on a major, a major claim. We still have good coverage. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, if you know, yeah, you go a couple years, to, um, you know, on higher deductibles, the the savings might add up to higher than what you're gonna pay in that additional, yeah. you know. Out of pocket. So. I'd be interested in looking something like that. I guess you got to know by the 30th, so I'd make a motion that we accept this quote. Maybe readdress it in a couple of weeks. I'll second that. I had a motion and a second to approve this uh, insurance bid. All in favor say aye. 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 All ayes. Motion carries. Got a couple things that need signatures. Would you prefer we do that now, or would you want to wait till after? Okay. All right.
Kristen mentioned this morning about the EMA payment won't be done till the 19th, EMA. the emergency management. Uh, well, we talked about IMWCA. Oh, okay. Um, so will the payment for this be around the same time, that July 19th yeah, day? That's when we'll pay claims for the first part of the new year. Okay, I figured so. Yeah. I'll sure note that. All right. It should there actually there should be this one, IMWCA, and then the whatever there is for emergency management. Okay. Be three. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. Thank you. Curtis, did you guys just approve, uh, what am I trying to say here, increased premiums for law enforcement? Do increased premiums for the the county's the county insurance holding. package. Part of that was an increase in, in law enforcement. You mentioned at the beginning that there was a beginning price and, and a new price. Um, the yeah, yeah, you can. You can have that. All right, well, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. not meeting on July 5th. Um, we need to appropriate the funds for next year. Um, normally what we do is uh, appropriate the funds that were approved at the budget hearing on March 29th of 2022. I'll make that motion that we uh Appropriate the funds for 2022 2023. Second. A motion and a second. Appropriate funds. All in favor say aye. Aye. I am opposed. Aye. Motion carries. Attorney's office um, have changed some um, employment in that office, and there's some money that um, the county attorney requested be reassigned from um, the court ordered detention to the victim's witness coordinator in the amount of eleven thousand eleven hundred and sixty two dollars. Because it's, it's still within that budget. An, it's in the budget, but it's moving from one line to another. Right. So we just need a motion to allow that. Yeah. Also move. Second. A motion to second. Appropriate budget for. County Attorney, all in favor say aye. 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 All ayes, motion carries.
Um, here's some drainage claims. Oh, I gave you the other claims. I have, yes. I'll make a motion. We pay that pending claims of seven hundred fifty-seven thousand six hundred six dollars and eighteen cents. Second. Motion second to pay claims. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Spraying them.
here to explain today why she's interested in a county held tax sale. Um, she's the one interested in the property where we got two people interested in it. 
and she wanted to kind of explain why she's interested. Um, good morning, everybody. So morning. If you want to sit up here. My name is Margarita Vasquez, and recently I acquired the early mansion of the Carson House, whatever you wish to call it. Um, I have been working very hard, uh, trying to rescue the place. It's a very, very big challenge. I approached Tina's office trying to buy the pass-through taxes on the lot, which is the parking lot to the east of the house. And the reason is I need to get it is because the house has some cracks on the other west side that you may, if drive around, see it. That is due to the instability of the of the land a little bit. Um, there is a swamp on the by the retaining wall, and I need to reinforce the retaining wall in order to keep the building stable. So uh, the contractor has let me know. Let me know that. Um, the retaining wall has footing has to be different, wider, and I don't want to invade that lot or that property. I want to do it right. I want to make it pretty. I have removed all the volunteer trees that were around because they were also affecting the structure, the basement, or the foundation of the wall. Um, Tina told me that. Uh, they didn't know the reason because they were holding the taxes $4,020 and later on she didn't know if oh, I had to pay only the current taxes or what. And uh, she told me that you didn't know how to decide on this one. A week later she let me know that there was another person interested in buying it too. I think that um, she mentioned something very important which is uh, the fact that you had to decide on other 45 properties and she said that sometimes people will buy them and then they don't show up or they don't come back to pay the taxes and it returns to them so therefore they are trying to make the sales to the nearest neighbors so they can make sure that it doesn't return to your office, right? Well, or they yeah, pay the taxes or they really interested. The so um, the closest neighbor to that lot is uh, myself and also um, Tony Abitters. Uh I let her know that I was going to be here because I also want to let you know I I don't I don't like it when things take me by surprise. I rather to know. I rather to to know what's going on. So I let Tonya know that I was going to be here and we were going to be talking about the stability of the wall, the need to reinforce the wall, and also the fact that her wall falling down um, may affect the structure of my building too. So I don't know how to handle that or what are we going to do about it. Uh, I introduced her or let her know about a contractor that might be, might be able to reinforce mine and maybe she wants to hire them to build hers. I don't know what she's going to do and I don't know um, uh, how to handle that situation. So the first thing that I thought I would like to do is ask if you have any questions for me or there is a problem to decide how to sell this note or um, it has been abandoned for so many years, and um, 
it's a big trash can. If you drive by there, I, you will be able to see a huge pile of uh, wood that I have piled up and um, what's the name is cut. Uh, so for me to have the fire department burn all that for me in a safe way, which is very nice. I have received all kinds of positive comments and compliments because the place looks cleaner, it doesn't look abandoned. We are doing our very best to bring it back to life. I wish to turn that place into a gallery if if you give me the chance to to do so. And I don't see that place functioning without the proper parking lot. And I think that um, not not that I think the contractor has explained to me that the leveling of that load has to change so the water can divert away from the retaining wall. So that for is very important that the lots will remain together, you know, with the same owner of the same house. Whoever acquires this lot is also getting a tremendous responsibility because if um, the wall crumbles down because we were not able to agree or do anything about it, what is going to happen, who's going to be responsible for it? Can anybody answer those questions to me? I can. Okay. <coughs> um. Last week, I think it was last week, um, the request was that we sign the taxes over or whatever, 4000 20 bucks. Um, at that time, I knew that there was another party that would probably pay some or all of that. Are you willing to pay some or all of that back taxes, or do you still want it for free? I never asked for it for free, sir. Okay. I never did. She I approached the office trying to pay the taxes, okay. but they told me to wait until they will hear about it and decide. I, mis I misunderstood that. So oh, I'm sorry not a about problem. That, so. No, sir, I'm a citizen that pays the taxes. I have all the property yeah. here, and Tina knows that I pay my taxes on time. And um, no, I don't have a problem That's paying for it. Where the assignment, you know, they're both willing to pay the full amount that's due. <coughs> right. And the issue is determining. Who gets it? Mm -hmm. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And we've since I've been on the board, we've never had this issue. There's always been people that have asked, or they paid some part of it, or paid part of it, or none of it, but nobody else ever. There's wanted. never been. Never been anybody. Two people want the same place. Okay. So that's new to us. Uh -huh. It's new to me since I've been on the board. Okay. So um, I don't really know exactly how to handle it legally. Mm -hmm. You've been in touch with, or tried to get in touch with our town attorney and have not heard anything back on that. Because I don't want to do anything illegal. I'm not against you owning this property. Um, I just don't know what our options are when there are <coughs> people willing to do, okay. do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So. And, and I know our county attorney is going to be gone for a little while. Um, but I think we need to talk to him before we do anything, so. You know, I'm definitely interested in getting the taxes paid up and getting back on the tax roll. Well, this is what I was the telling Tina. Party and, you know, it's going to take care of the property. Uh, yeah, I, I'm all in favor of that, but I agree with her now. we got to make sure this is on the legal. It's legal to do it, and how we need to do it when we got two parties interested in it. Okay. This is a remark that I made to Tina. Uh, for so very long, this place has been abandoned and became a trash can, and it's a hazard to the community because the walls are, are cracking and crumbling down. 
if you drive out there, you'll see that um, Bicker's wall is. The contractor will not reinforce mine until hers is taken care of because they don't want to risk their employers, so they don't want to remove anything without a contract or an order to do so. They don't want to do anything illegal either. So um, the whole situation is preventing me from giving the place the stability that it needs. I told Tina, I don't know who once said, but for so many years nobody approached you to pay the taxes, and the moment I do, somebody wants to pay it for the moment. You know, um, nobody cared to clean that place like I have. Nobody cared to, um, I don't know who wants it. And it's not a personal issue either. But I, I would love for you to seriously consider that those notes have belonged to the same house for so very long and that you will be selling a tremendous responsibility. I don't know if that person will be liable for half of the wall, the retaining wall, or what. Yeah, do you know where the property line actually is? This we never even discussed this. I mean, do you know where it legally is? Is it at the retaining wall, or is it five foot this side of the retaining wall, or? It's at the retaining wall, and it belonged to the same person, so that for we share the wall. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if you have any more questions for me. I don't have any more for you. My question would be to our county attorney. You know, what what do we have to do as a board when there's two people interested in the same piece of property? That's my only concern. And we don't have that answer yet, so I don't want to hold you up. That's not the point. But I don't want to do anything illegal either. So I understand. My concern is the stability of the building. I hope that you will have some appreciation for your landmark, for your culture, for your history, and allow me to rescue that place. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, it's just we want to make sure we got our eyes dotted and our keys crossed so we do this the right way. Okay, I understand that. I would like to have a fair treat. Um, ever since I came to this this place, I have been treated nice and polite and respectful. I have three teenagers. Um, officer, my teenagers teenagers get in trouble. Lisa, have you ever had any report about my kids or anything? No? I don't, I don't, you don't work don't? in Sac City. Okay. Uh, it's totally okay. <laughs> the answer will be no. My kids remain at school and work very hard. One of them is heading to Iowa, um, Iowa Lakes College. He also joined uh, the National Army, um, uh, the National Guard Department. Um, I have a standing children. I'm trying to bring up gorgeous citizens that will be, you know, an asset to your community. I strongly believe that I have what it takes to rescue that place. Um, I, um, I'm very interested in doing so. May I present myself in a different way? Do you have a minute for me? Sure. sure. This is a little more personal side, no. not. not So Central School, uh, they have about 800 students and only one of them gets this award, which is the American Citizenship Award for Excellent Kids. They never cause any problem, they play music, they get involved in the sports, they respect people. I teach them the values that I thought they should know and then the Army reinforced them. 
So don't be afraid. I don't want to be seen as a stranger to your community. I want to be seen as an asset to your community, as somebody who will bring uh, something good. Um, these are my children. Sometimes I take them for an ice cream. But here on the back, if you pass it along, you'll see the President's Memorial. So I take them places where they will learn about history, where they will learn about important things, not just anywhere. You haven't seen me before because I don't go to the bar, I don't go to many places, I don't have time to go golfing, I don't have, because I am very focused on doing things that I think that I have to do. I have been preparing for this that I'm doing my whole life. Um, this is the way I used to look when I was about 24 years old. I have visited every castle, every museum, every exposition, every wonderful building. And not only I visit, but I study everything so I will know what to do when time will come for me. I celebrated my 40th birthday at this gorgeous museum. <coughs> Uh, the kids, if it has to do with artwork or anything, the kids have been there. You won't see my children causing trouble down the street. Um, this here on the back is the International Bridge. It connects the United States and Canada. I have been everywhere learning everything I had to. Um, As I said, you won't see me at the bar. You'll see me somewhere else where I have something to learn or something to do. Uh, my kids. I wonder if anybody knows who Captain Massey Messi is? No? Okay, he was the only person that died on the Lewis and Clark expedition. Um, yes. I took my children to that place there and I told this one to smile. So that's the kind of character that they have. So he was supposed to say cheese or something like that, but this is what you see from my kids. Um, I have been to the most gorgeous places. This was taking Lake Tahoe, magnificent place to visit. Um, my kids have been trained to do everything from horses to everything. My son, um, when he joined the, the army, he was presented this for excellence. Out of 800 children that went there, only one of them was presented with this award. Uh, it must be for a reason. Um, if it has to do with nature or art, I have been there and my kids have been there. I have visited, as I said, every museum and every courthouse and every governor's house. And so I could prepare for this that I'm trying to do. I have also visited every single botanical garden that there is. Um, I used to be a taxidermist. I did it for 16 years and I decided to change what I do. I did anything from uh, this a quail, to a peacock, and even a horse. Uh, but this is just just to give you an idea. I not only did the taxidermy work, but the sculpture itself, so I can mount the pieces on it. So I have a, 
a good idea about art, and I think this place is a perfect place for a wonderful gallery. Well, and I where did you, you come from? Just curious. I was born in Mexico. Okay. And raised there. Uh, I have had expositions of my artwork, and this is only the entrance and the presentations of one of them. But I, you know, had my artwork at different counties. So, um, the Peterson place, it's a wonderful place to take your kids to. Um, if I show you this, it's not because I'm showing off, it's because I'm proving to you that my children have been exposed to many wonderful things, so therefore they'll bring to your community good ideas, an open mind, an open thinking, the ability to, to see, to deal with people, and to talk. Uh, this is my oldest son. He plays anything from a trumpet to an acoustic one. If it has strings, just give it to him. And he will, he will be, he, you know, he has a musical hearing. Um, I have not only visit, I have a study. I bought the book and I read the book about everything, materials. Woodwork. Um, Where was that big then? What was that? No, it's a carriage pulled by a horse. No, oh, what's the building behind? The building background. Oh, this is a magnificent building in the city of Guadalajara. It's a church. So, I love flowers. I love gardens. This was my very first house ever. I don't have roses like this here for you to enjoy because there is a lot of deer. And I don't know what to do with the roses and the deer. They love each other. Um, as I said, I I give you this. I give you my son to serve and protect like they are supposed to. So I don't see why you wouldn't give me your your vote of approval. I I think that some people have mistaken me by a handyman or a handy person working around the house, but I will better describe myself as an artist. This is some of the pieces that I have painted. I do fine things. Um, when I was 24 years old, I did this. This is my first wooden piece. So here, 25 years years later, I may have a little more knowledge and experience that is going to be required to recover this place, to take care of all the gorgeous, wonderful windows that need so much help. You have to have an idea about measurement, about paint, about carpentry, and I believe that during these many years I have acquired that. I have done any single thing that I needed to do. I enjoy doing it myself. I polish my wood. I like wood wood, by the way, more than pine. Uh, not only I have a soldier, but my son um, let me know that there was a soldier whose family was not there for him. There was not going to be nobody on his graduation. He was going to be there, and we adopted him. So not only I have one, but I had two. And that's a fantastic thing, you know. Um, I built this house 
and my kids were able to ride the bike on the living room. So I, I, I have an idea of what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I have the knowledge that is going to be required when it comes to woodwork, when it comes to a lot of things. Um, this is my dear grandmother. For one, for so many years, I had a CNA certificate, so I know how to take care of the sick and the elderly, and I have great respect for them too, as well as our little ones. And I painted my grandma's portrait. So I, this is just an example of the many things that I do. I'm not saying that I only wish to expose my artwork there, but also we could have guests. We could have, we could bring culture, we could bring people, we could bring beautiful things to this wonderful city that has treated me so far so well. And in order for me to keep the stability of that building, I, I need, thank you, I need that load so we can reinforce the wall so we can keep that building. I, I don't think that you want to lose it either. I think that you will want to see it shiny and beautiful. Um, it's not a personal thing. I'm not against anybody. I'm just saying uh, other, other administrations, not this one, maybe other committee, not this one, has decided to sell um, on tax sales the building that is at the corner uh, that belongs to other people are, it's not personal whoever the owner is and sometimes when you fraction a load it, it's difficult for neighbors to agree who's going to pay the wall who's going to reinforce it who's going to keep it going how are we going to agree how are we going to make it work um, they, they maybe did it because they were legally able to do it, like you say. Maybe they thought they could make a tax sale here and maybe another one along the way. And what happens is that end up affecting the very stability and the structure of the building. So there are questions for you. Whether I'm able to buy it or not, how are we going to handle this? Um, how are we going to... Deal or talk to my neighbor, whether my neighbor bakers wish to buy the load too or no, because Tina said that they were going to try or focus to sell it to the neighbors. Is that what you said? Um, what what lot? The one you're interested. Well, you said that any load that they were give, they would give preference to the immediate neighbors. Oh, that is one of the things they do do. Um, okay. They. I've spoken to other treasures, and they have done it a few different ways. That's why we are waiting for the county attorney for the help on how we need to handle this whole thing. Some of them, the county will actually take the property, and then they will hold a auction to the highest bidder for the assignment of that county the tax sale certificate. That's there's a lot of different ways it can be handled, so that's why. We're waiting on the county attorney to help us figure out how to go about the I will appreciate the if you let me know immediately as soon as you know because mm -hmm. time is ticking. Yep. This house is not one year old or two year old, maybe 200 or more. And the crumbling of the walls is not a good idea. And I wish to stop this immediately and, and take care of this as soon as I 
legally can. And Randy is the very first person that welcomed me to this area. Thank you very much. Thank you for what you're doing. That's Thank you. It is my pleasure. I mean, it is my joy. Um, I don't look like this or single legs. I'm always working. But uh, it is my pleasure to take care of this place. And, and if you ever run into me, my name remembers Margarita. Uh, sometimes I forget my name if I don't remember yours. <laughs> don't feel bad about it. But I will acknowledge you. I will, uh, you know. So. Does your sewer run through that, through the lot you're talking about? Say that again, sir. Does the sewer from the early mansion run through the lot that you're talking about? It is probably unlikely, yes. Because I have a scene of, I've seen a pipe on the back of the house and, and it leads like kind of this way. I haven't had the county or the city come and tell me where everything is because we're not digging anything yet. But I will do it before we proceed, before we break any pipes or anything. I was no, told by the previous I, owners. The previous owners did say that the sewer from the early mansion ran through the lot that you're talking about. Yes, I've seen a pipe and it leads that way, so it's very likely that it does. Which is another thing probably to consider in addition to the retaining wall. Thank you for that point, which might be very important for them to know. Any more questions? Any more? Sorry, sorry to open my mouth here. No, that's fine. That's a good point. Well, thank you for your time. No, thank you for listening to me and considering my, my questions. So I know that you're very busy, very good girl. Okay. Right. So you have a fantastic day, and I hope you really decide not for me, but for your, for your history, for your building, for your town. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <coughs> County engineer won't be here today. No, but he he sent you guys a. He Ben Smith will. He's going to call in at one. At, I told him I'd let him know. Eleven o'clock. So uh, he wanted to be a part of this conversation with SETD.
Interesting. This is Renell. Okay, very good. Has everybody had an opportunity to uh, read through the development agreement? I wondered if you had Okay, I wondered if you had questions. You might want to tell Ben who's in the room just so he's kind of aware of the situation. The three supervisors. No. No, it's open. Okay. Okay. Good. Go ahead. If you want to just go around the room. Hi, Ben. Um, this is Brandy Ripley. I have Jim Gossett with Raccoon Valley and Brittany Dickey with Cornbelt Power. And then um, there's other people in the audience. Um, the SAC Sun, um, Dale Wagner, Curtis Blaze with the SAC News. And then I have a couple board members, my board president, Chris Mason, and Bruce Perry are with me too. And then... Sheriff Ken McClure. Did I miss anybody? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Ben, did you have a chance to go over the development agreement? Did you see any major changes or have any questions for us? Yeah, I, I do have questions, and I, you know, I put them in the previous I apologize. The, um, the, the you have a copy in front of you, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay, if you go to paragraph four, three lines up from the bottom of that paragraph, <clears throat> the substantially altered project is described herein or significantly increased the expenditure. Where is the substantial alterations described? Are they, is it referring to the, the herein referring to the project, not the substantial alter, right? Not the substantial alterations, right? The former, okay. Ben. Yep. This is Jim. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. Okay. Um, it, it, can you give an example? Is this a stock? First of all, I guess what is the source of this document? Is this something that? You borrow from a code like somebody that else that does what you do. That's what I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, yes. Great point. Uh, uh, Raccoon Valley Electrics Attorney and Corn Belt Powers Attorney uh, Dennis Puckett from Sullivan and Ward drafted this for us based on what uh, SCTD, uh, Raccoon Valley, and Corn Belt are proposing. Okay. 
Oh, and, 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 and a great, I'm sorry, and a great deal of experience. Yes. No, and that's fine. Like, I, yeah. I, I just, uh, yeah, that's what it's always helpful to know the source. So in that same, that same paragraph, then, that, that the, a, a substantial alteration or significant increase in expenditure, have, have there been discussions as to, like, like an examples of what that might be? Yes. So, uh, as you know, uh, this project came up upon us uh, rather quickly. Typically, in a development agreement like this, we're a little further down the road on development uh, plans and costs. Um, to a point where, yeah, Jim, Jim Gossett, Raccoon Valley, and so, so we're hamstrung just a bit by the process because of the option. However. Uh, the development agreement and the spirit of it doesn't change that much. So you've got uh, currently proposed uh, three three partners, uh, three funding partners, Raccoon Valley, Corn Belt, and uh, and the county. With SETD being a management or a, a name partner in as well because the uh, current arrangement is they're going to own land. So, um, so to answer your question more directly, when we talk about a substantial, we don't know those. We don't know all those costs yet, but what we know is uh, with the execution of this agreement, we've got three parties willing to put in $500,000 a piece for the development of the land. Currently, SCTD and Raccoon Valley have agreed that uh, for intents and purposes, uh, uh, the, the purchase of the land is a separate, is a separate issue. Uh, we have uh, agreed uh, to uh, finance, uh, the Raccoon Valley has agreed to finance on a short-term basis to SETD. So what we'd like to talk about is the development costs being in the neighborhood of a million five. And so if I'm saying this right, then and it follows, uh, a substantial increase is in the development costs of a million five. We are early in the process enough to know that we may have to put some land costs in there, the less the better, into the development cost, the less the better. We have history, uh, especially with Corn Belt, of, uh, of, of, low to, of low land costs in the development so that we can put our money to infrastructure, and that's the intent. Does that make sense, Ben? Answer your question? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. Um, I mean, so basically this is a moving target, right? Like, I mean, in, it, just because it's a development agreement and there's a lot of unknowns, this is just, it, it, it's, it's drafted in such a way that allows Enough security where people aren't going to be, you know, out on their rear ends, but at the same time, some flexibility to to get things accomplished that need to be accomplished. Yes, sir. Which actually is more the nature of an economic development agreement, anyway, because of all the. The first one I've ever read. So. Right. So we I are. I've had contracts since my first year of law school. So. And and and. And you're probably telling the county what our attorney tells us. You don't want to agree to agree, right? But. But in, a, but in an economic development agreement such as this, uh, the, the, no matter what stage we're at, uh, there's going to be some unknowns um, in there. And, and the, this ties us together for the project. Uh, and you, to use your words, without hanging anybody out, uh, uh, for sure. So. All right, okay, so I'll move on to my next point is the, the reference for the reimbursement or the contribution term in kind. And I spent a lot of time doing in kind donations to NATO with Black Hawk helicopters, so that's kind of what jumped out at me, okay? 
Well, there's oftentimes an inchoate discrepancy as to what is actually a donut, you know, what is actually, you know, something that you, you know, bring to the project versus something that was already expected. And an example would be, um, I'm just imagining, I, I, you know, I got this a couple of days ago, I got a map, and I'm just envisioning, you know, something that's very basic. A bulldozer, for example, let's just say, or, or Raccoon Valley drives a truck to this location and further into the project. Is the gas and the mileage in kind? Excavation is the yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excavation uh, is is uh, an item we've used as an example as we have discussed this amongst the utilities and SETD. It's a perfect example of what in kind could be. If you've got a private contractor that's willing to use some in kind, or if or or if the county or you know, for example, Raccoon Valley has a boring machine, and if we need it for something besides a utility, that's something we have to work out with our legal and our insurance, but it's something we'd be willing to consider. And what is the value of that? Well, it happens that the utilities have a rate sheet for that type of work, uh, and so uh, we would propose in kind, uh, if that were the situation, to the partners and the managers in this development agreement, if they accept, and we've got a deal on that in-kind donation, in-kind contribution. You add some language, and I, I'm not, you know, suggesting that anybody's going to, you know, try to um, add value to something that that wasn't contemplated. But is it possible just to add, you know, some verbiage that says like, I can't remember the customary, what's customary in the business? I can't remember the exact terminology. But like you said, you have a schedule. Jack County does it. You know, um, I doubt SET does. And I, and I, I'm not trying to blow this up by any means. I. I, I'm looking at the end state. I'm looking at the worst case scenarios. I'm looking at, you know, the gentlemen that are you know, sitting across me saying, well, how are they getting, how come they've already met their obligation? You know, or how are they this far into their, uh, you know, meeting their, their half a million dollar obligation? I just don't want there to be any, I guess, surprises. Or at least if you have this schedule, you know, is that something that's, you know, publicly available or something you're willing to provide to the board? Um, I mean, it's a, maybe this is enough, maybe, you know, that's not an issue. But that's just something that, you know, to me, I look at people that don't pay bills or, you know, people that have, you know, screwed obligations, I guess. And I'm not suggesting anybody's doing that. I'm just saying that this is a lot of time possible time for the fight and that they, it's who contributed to what. We're, we're, yeah, Ben, we're not taking it that you are, not in any way, shape, or form. When we're all in the, you know, even even having none of us sign this yet, we're all in this together as far as, as far as sorting it out. So, would language would language of the would language of, of the manner of um, uh, at a, at a uh, in kind at a rate uh, that is to, to set forth and approved by the managers? That kind of language. I don't help? think so. I don't think. No, I, I think so. At, at a rate that's you know customarily like in, in the industry, I can find the verbiage. I, it, it's again, I'm you know talking back to first year law school stuff. That you know when, when you're when you're there's a disagreement, you like look to what, you know um, industry. What's yeah. I, it's just on the tip of my tongue. I, let me suggest this if you don't. Let me suggest this if you don't mind. Why don't you look for some language and propose it, and we'll take. We'd be happy to take a look at that. 
It doesn't seem like that. Anyway, it's just something simple like that. It doesn't yeah. really mean to offend or amend a, you know, a patch. side, Ben, we look at that a little bit differently because the county's already collecting taxes and we don't want to take away anything the county's collecting. That's not the idea of the development. The idea of the development, if you're going to use a tax incentive, it would be more along the lines of uh, tax increment financing for the increment, for what's built after, for the added value beyond now. We don't want to go backwards. None of us want to take the county backwards on tax collections. So I would say that, to that I would say, my personally, I would say no. No, and it's in here under number 11 for real estate taxes. It's considered a project expense. Yeah. I see that. I've got a question on number seven, recovery of investment. Um, Wrecking Valley and Corn Belt shall recoup the respective investment on the project through the sale of development property. Uh, why does the county not? If we're all going in together, piloting or whatever it's going to be. Why can't the county get some of their money back to you at the same time? This will be seeing the benefit long term forever from whatever is developed out there from property taxes, from increased workforce, from increased money that's coming into the county. Well, those things would still happen even if we got recouped. So that's you're just going to raise your per acre cost too. So just keep that in mind. So I don't know what's you know what's a desirable per acre cost, but the more you put into that, the more it will will be in the end. So that was our proposal. I mean, it's up for conversation and discussion and. Um, we, we did use it for another template, so it's been done before that way, but it's totally your guys' decision on how you would like to be received there. I see, I mean, I, you know, number seven, is, is, is that Brent, right? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So that question, so you're assuming like a successful development, like there is dividends being paid, correct? That's what that number seven assumes? Proceeds from the sale of the lots for the for the utility partners, and then proceeds from the increased taxes for the county. I mean, one of my one of my I guess things or concerns of mine is that we take five hundred thousand dollars. It's already money that we just collected from taxpayers at one point in time, right? We're going to dump it into this project one way or the other to help it go ahead. Um, you know, we don't know. It's a crystal ball on what's going to be there, um, how much the taxes are going to be on it. But even if they end up being $30,000 two years from now, you're looking at 15, 20 years before you're ever going to get your original $500,000 back recouped. And then after that, you've paid for. I mean, now you're 20 years into the future, and you've just got the county just got their money back. That to me doesn't make a lot of sense. I'd like to get our money back at the sale and then get more money because they're going to ask us to tiff it somehow. It's going to get pushed out even further than 
we're not going to collect any money on this property for as a guest 10 or 15 years. So you spent $500,000 of taxpayers' money today, and you're never going to see any of that money back as far as recouping that money for the start of that. It's going to be 15 years from now. So maybe you don't get your five hundred grand back for 30 years. To me, that doesn't make a lot of sense. My worry is if we don't keep the cost down so much on these lots that they'll be unsellable. They're, they'll get to a, a rate that someone can go build somewhere else. You know, they're not going to purchase a lot if we get the lot prices up that high. So walk through a little bit without, without, drawing, without drawing numbers out, right? So the land is purchased for $19,000, dollars an all right? Then you put our million and a half together, the three of us, into it, and you create a lot that we've got $45,000, $50,000 in, the marketable price, I'm going to make this up, Brandy, uh, Brittany, the marketable price is $60,000, $75,000, and we're trying to get a million dollars of utility money back out of it so we can go somewhere else and do it with another county, okay? And so there's some margin there. Well, actually, but that, that sale price goes, goes towards paying off the utility partners because we've all got our money in it. But at that price, at those prices, depending on how you, you're going to at least recover your costs, then that cash flow out, we get paid off assuming development, right? Assuming somebody comes and buys those lots, we put streets and water and sewer in together. The, the, the utilities get paid off rather quickly in that, in that case. I mean, relatively speaking. So you get... And the way I look at it is, honestly, we've got a, a situation where we've got a couple of utility partners that are, are in it in, in, from in uh, Cornbell's perspective, several counties around their service territory. Um, and it's like a, it's a, it, that is like a revolving fund for them, you know, as they, as they continue to cash flow projects, they can go do other projects, and that's the nature of their fund. The same thing on a smaller scale for Raccoon Valley, Carroll County, I and mean, we're in nine counties, primarily two counties, yours and another. So, um, but the county is the, 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 the third partner in the third deal for and this Corn Belt's program that we participate in uh, is, is the home team. It's really the home team with those uh, significant long-range, comparably significant long-range revenues. We don't know, we don't know what the electric is going to be out there. So, so we stand to gain uh, in two ways. We stand to gain in electricity use, okay? People paying for that, but more importantly, in our partnerships with, with, uh, with the local, with the local development, and that's why we write it like we write it, and that's what we just got to talk about. Like Brittany said, you know, that's what we've got to consider. As of right now, do we have anybody interested in a lot? We we don't. I mean, we continuously field conversations with businesses, but no contracts have been signed. You know, there has been interest from someone looking for property along Highway 20, but um, nothing's set in stone right now. We get a lot of lookers telling us they're looking for somebody else, brokers, the like. I mean, typically, I don't know about, I mean, we haven't, shared, we haven't talked about who specifically we've got for, for this spot. It's pretty fresh. And, and really, until you have ready land, Nobody's going to locate there until you have the water, the sewer, the streets. Um, they know what that plan looks like. As we know, it's it's a great opportunity. They're long-term investments. So 
you know, we're not going to probably sell everything in a few years. It's going to be a long-term investment. Um, but the goal is to phase that, to make land available. Um, like I said, I think it's a prime location, but it does take a partnership and um, takes us all together to, to move forward on it. And I think the next stage, uh, once the land would be closed on, is to work with a um, engineering firm, kind of put some preliminary plans together and see what that layout would look like and, and keep you guys in the loop on that. I agree with that. What are we going to do in the short term as far as how how is land getting purchased? And we talked a little bit about that, but like legally, how's it getting purchased? When's the due date? Who's writing the check? All that good fun stuff. And do we have a plan on selling some of those other lots off? As far as are we just going to keep the 23 acres? Are we going to keep the all 90? What's the plan? Um, but we have wrote the check, and all money is going to be funneled through our organization. Um, it's come through Raccoon Valley's, I think, of the name that you give that. The um, And we are working with um, a party that's considering purchasing the property right now. Um, if that's the case, we're looking at 23.8 acres for phase one. Um, when you say that somebody's looking at buying the property, um, does that mean everything except the 23 acres? Or does that mean all of it? And then we're going to buy back the 23 acres from that person at a certain rate. I mean, that's what I'm kind of confused at. That hasn't been 100% decided yet, um, but we should know that here in a couple weeks. If we if we get it the way we really want it, somebody's going to buy the whole thing okay. and option all of it back to us okay. in phases. Then we have more money for development. Because that frees up the cash for the yeah, exactly. You, you have a good feeling that it'll work that way. I've got a 50-50 chance that in my feeling, in my gut, that that's going to work that way. <laughs> that's about the best I can do. But you know, that any of us, and we did, we visit quite a bit, Corn Belt, and SCTD, and, and Raccoon Valley over the over this time. You know, from about what two weeks before the auction until now. So. That doesn't mean we have any better answers, it's just we've got a direction. Without using numbers and names and all that good stuff, but is, is, does the contract look like you're going to sell the whole thing to them at less than what we paid for it, and then we get options to buy it back at what we paid, or is it we they buy it at the same price we paid, and then we're going to, if we buy 23 acres, we're going to buy it at 23000 bucks a house. We haven't negotiated price yet, but amongst our group, we haven't talked in terms of selling it for less than what we're paying for it. Because, because just for the main reason that it adds to the development cost, especially in the first phases, and it just, it kind of ham, that land cost can hamstring. Look, in a development, land cost is your least cost, right? That's your freest thing. From infrastructure and all that stuff, sometimes even marketing, but... But so we want to we want to protect ourselves on on price as best we can because we've got farm ground we've got farm ground so yeah it's not a, it's not a, it's it's not in us to take take less than what we pay not currently well my concern is who's going to pay more than they would have paid at the auction we. Somebody bid you up, us up to the price it was. Mm -hmm. I think they pay more. Is that just an auction? Who would write a contract to pay more for that? Somebody who would, somebody with a mind for development, okay. who writes the option, okay. where in the out years the land price goes up. Or 
land price would just generally go up and you index the future cost of purchase in the, in the, uh, in the option agreement to, uh, you index it to a percentage above uh, land cost. So it's, so yeah, we haven't thought, it's likely we haven't thought of everything, but those are some things that actually with some guidance from Cornbelt and quite frankly our attorneys and then, and then Randy's experience that, you know, it, 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 we, there's a path even if we don't have a lot on paper yet for that. Does that, make, does that answer your question? Yeah, it kind of does. Oh. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, we need a street to the property. But you really can't develop it until you know what kind of a business is going to be there. Brand, uh, Brittany can, understand, can answer this better. Um, you want to Industrial parks are built on speculative. I mean, so if you do a preliminary plat, um, obviously we are going to have to put a road in, um, but they only go so far. We phase it um, and we make it so that people can buy, you know, if we decide as a group, hey, four acres looks like a desirable lot size, three acres, whatever that be, we put them so that people can buy more than one lot. So, you know, if somebody needs 20 acres, and we're going to leave part of this, you know, undeveloped as well, so we might put them in the back section <laughs> where they can have their 20 acres or more to expand. So that's where we work with an engineering firm, and they can really help lay out that. They have experience doing that, um, and they usually provide about a handful of options and kind of ask the group, hey, what are you looking for? And I think, you know, as that develops, we would make sure that you guys are updated on that. Um, I'm sure Brandy will be in here updating as that happens. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the layouts we're looking at. Um, but until those plats are really finalized, I mean, they can be changed at any time, except for obviously the road. you got to figure out where you're going to put the road, and you want to make sure that you maximize the road so that you can develop on both sides of that. So, you know, we're going to have to meet DOT requirements with coming off of the highway, so, you know, the road might be where that gravel road is, and you enter in there, but those are some of the conversations that we'll have to have to determine that. If we had approached the county for a as a third partner, and we did, did not, we, and we were not uh, time bound by the option, there's several of the questions we're talking about here we may not yet have the answers to anyway. So yes, we are, we are in a, we, we, we're in a rush. Now we've got the land. You know, the closing date's on August 1st. Is that so the project August first. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So the project. So the project now is at about this stage. It would be if we went to a private landowner three years ago and got an agreement on an option to buy the land. It's just a little, lack of a better term, inside out, for us to have the land that Temple. We had. We had. We thought of the opportunity uh, was great enough to take that to take that risk. And again, we didn't take a risk on a million dollar. Building, we took a risk on farm ground, so you know it's quite honestly that's a little less risk for all of us, but not without. So that ends up being what 1.7 million bucks. Our board has committed to financing the purchase price, okay. and in doing so, those are committing to their five. What we're proposing, the fund. they haven't signed this document, but that's five hundred thousand. Now, what we haven't worked out because we don't know how the land works out is 
is our $500,000 in because we can't get it out of the land cost, right? We're not talking about a million seven fifty plus $500,000 in cash. We're not talking about that from our, from, from our organization. But we're the only ones that are in so far. So, uh, by vote. So, no, no, we're not. I mean, Corbell, Corbell we approved the development agreement, but yeah, just for 500000 Yeah. Um, I count, I guess, I, we're, so our board is treating that as a side issue, side deal, the purchase. Okay. Because one way or another, we're going to have to get out, out, from out, out from under some of this land. One way or another. But we can't care. The project won't carry 98 years. Just won't. I mean, I think for your 500000 that's going to be phase one. It might be part land, part infrastructure. Okay. Um, but it is targeted for that phase one development. It, yes, and so thank you, yeah. Brittany. So to answer your question more directly, and correct me if I've got this sideways, is um, it, it comes in in pieces for all of us. Like I said, my, our 500 might it might be in already, you know. Come on, us first. It might be in already, but um, we're trying to reduce those costs. Therefore, what we'd like to see is, gosh, you know, we've got a contract with an engineering firm and it's X. Then the three partners get a bill for a third of X, and that's how we I want to phase that part in. Yeah, I understand that. That's kind of logic. Probably answered three other questions before I answered that. Sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. No, I'm, just, I'm just trying to. I mean, we, you've been we, through it before. We, I haven't. Uh, personally, so. we, we just can't tell Jim to write a check for five hundred thousand dollars, you know. Right. So, what day or what time frame are we looking at to needing this five hundred thousand? That's a great question. I don't have the experience on that, so it's probably going to be this year yet. Uh, we don't know for sure. It depends on how this whole landowner conversation goes here in a couple of weeks. You're talking somebody about else this or, calendar year. Yes. Okay. Oh, I mean, that, that, that wouldn't be a problem. Tomorrow's right. Um, you know, as we start working with an engineering firm, those are when you're going to start incurring costs. And the big costs might not come. That may only be, you know, a small portion for engineering. You know, maybe it's ten or 20000 for preliminary plans. But, um, you know, the big costs when you're going to go do the project, we might be a year out. We might be two years out. So it's going to be it's going to be a phased approach. Your $500,000 is going to be commi you need to be committed but you're not going to have to write a check for $500,000 all at once. We're going to do, hey, when there's a, a need for to pay for this cost, we're all one-third going to put money in towards this to SCCP. So I know that doesn't really help our planning, but... Uh, no, but it gives, us, get, gives we, us time right. to decide well, how we're going to get take this money. Yeah. And as we work with an engineer, they will have a plan in place and help us develop, hey, this is when we think we're going to go out for bid. This is when we're going to need the money. But yeah, that first year, it might not be a whole lot. So. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not. I, I'm not too shy on my opinion on this. I don't think we can continue to sit on our hands in this county and watch our towns and our cities go decrease, decrease in population without trying to develop and bring new business into the area. So I'm 100% in favor of this and willing to uh, roll the dice and take a chance. It's a prime piece of property where two U.S. highways come together. I mean, there's got to be somebody out there looking to develop that out there and build something there. You look at 71 and 20 and early, look at Casey's invested. You look at 59 and 20 and Holstein, there's 
investment in there. You look over at Highway 4, Rockwell City, there's investment there. I just think Sac County is going to miss the boat if we don't step up to the plate and try to develop this. That's my two cents. So I'll make the motion that we uh, you sign want to, this agreement. Do you want to? Okay. okay. Um, do you want to sign it before we put that verbiage in we're talking about, or do you want to just make a motion? Does it need to be signed here shortly? Can I ask? Can I ask on yeah. that? I have the same question about the language. So, right. Ben, is that a? Can that be a side? Can that be an addendum, a side, a something when we agree on language, or do you want to see this in the document that they approve? Uh, uh, language about the value of in-kind contributions. I mean, I give you the addendum. That's fine. I just, uh, I don't think there's anything that prevents the board from voting on this today. I, I can't find anything in the code. And what I'm referring to is, a, you know, is there an open meetings requirement, you know, for certain expenditures. I can't find anything, or is anybody tracking or familiar with something like that? You mean so to... I'm the one that's asking. You mean to allow? Yeah, to allow the board to, you know, appropriate funds. And, and that, I mean, I guess they do it all the time. It just, Well, the only thing I would go back to, and, and actually, I'm referring. I'm working on another project, and I'm not as big as this. I'm referring to his November 2, 2021 memo from the State Auditor Rob Sands about how local governments invest in economic development and what they can and can't do. And, and not being an attorney, I can tell you that this follows a process we've, brought, we've followed for years and years. And, uh, and I don't see anything that, that's happening here that goes against uh, any of that. Basically, that, that, that memo outlines uh, for local governments economic development as a public purpose. And as long as you're doing things we're doing in this development agreement, which is trying to create jobs and capital investment, unfortunately, the state doesn't talk about creating property tax base because the state doesn't get any revenue to speak of from property tax base, yeah, but we do. Right. So, I, I don't disagree. Like, I'm not trying to no, no. say that the transaction is illegal. I'm just saying, is there a requirement? So, like, when we have uh, public meetings, you know, certain, there are certain things that trigger public meeting requirements uh, for the board before they can, you know, act on it so they can vote. Um, you guys give me like 15 minutes so I can double check the code, make sure that this is, this is something they can vote on today. That's fine. Without having to publish notice. Okay. Can we approve it so, pending the county attorney's opinion? I'll be right back. Hey, can someone just give us like a, a one sentence or one paragraph uh, capsule of what this agreement is? The agreement is uh, a development agreement between parties just to basically be able to work together so we can develop this property out there on 71 and 20. This property on 71 and 20. Do we already know if somebody's interested? As interested as far as business? And what in what amount is the county? Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. And is that a forgiveness or is that cash? I'm sorry. Is that a what? Forgiving of like taxes or is that cash coming out of the office? The money they need. Cash. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. While he's looking, if I could go on record for Raccoon Valley, uh, saying 
Um, the, the reason we're at the table is because, yep, you got it, yep. Uh, the reason we're at the table is that our mission is written as to safely provide reliable, affordable, and responsible electricity while improving the, the uh, uh, by improving the communities that we, that we serve. So in the seven cooperative principles, there's concern for community, this is what we're talking about. There's cooperation amongst cooperatives, this is what we're talking about. So it is, it, is in, it is in our DNA to be able to do things like this. What we don't always enjoy is, one, an opportunity at two U.S. highways uh, to, and, and, that, and that potential. Uh, experience and desire amongst the local economic development board and then a, and then a willing a county, a county board of supervisors willing to talk about it, just talk about it, right? So your consideration of this is a big deal. I think for the whole area, but I wanted to go on record as saying, what, why, why are we here? Why are the utilities here? You know, Cornbelt has a great program for us that they participate in, and honestly, with Britain's vast experience, 15 years at Cornbelt alone of, develop, of doing these things with these distribution cooperatives. Now she'll tell you that she's following what we're doing, and money-wise, she is. If we just said 200,000, she'd have done 200,000, right? But we're in for the limit of Cornbelt's. The limited form of contribution. So, not to pitch, just to say, if you're wondering why, and this is what, and did we, will we get a little load off of it? I hope so. Gotta hope so, that'd be great. We serve it, we've got three phase running right by it. Along the west and along the north. So, yeah, it's, it, we've just got a really good opportunity. And we're grateful for those partnerships because, you know, we're a nonprofit, and without them, we wouldn't have this opportunity to develop that property. Just echo, thank you for your partnership that this law goes forward. Um, it's a great opportunity, like Jim said, we have, oh gosh, over 25 industrial parks across the Corn Belt system, and they do not all have this um, location. You know, it's somewhere on the outskirts of town, and, um, you know, they are a long-term investment, but they have proven very well um, and done well and helped us build our load and build the rural economy across the system as well. We also do spec building, so that that ever comes up in the future, but for now we're going to focus on this, um, and uh, I guess, yeah, people have been looking at those buildings, looking for land, and you got to have, you can't just kind of put a sign out in the cornfield anymore and say, future home of so-and-so industrial park, you got to have ready, developable, shovel-ready land to go. So. And we do partner, right, um, just so you guys know, we're part of Iowa Area Development Group, um, so they would help market this property as well as the local level. And you know, as we work on it, we'll figure out any other marketing approaches as well. So. And, and Iowa Area Development works just for co electric co-op, well, electric and telephone co-ops, and the communities and the organizations that, that we serve. So they're they're a very very good partner.
I got a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Not. All in favor say aye. 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 All ayes. Motion carries. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, gentlemen. How many of these do you want to sign? Probably <laughs> four. One for each party. One for each party. I have some extras. 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 I Okay. Hey, I, well, I just, I was one of those texts, I'm disseminating the information to you guys uh, by email, okay? All right, okay. Okay. I'm getting on. Okay. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Okay. You want this signed by... Sign up there, and then I'll attest to your signature. I have given. I have. I'm curious. Can I have that? I might as well. Well, I'm curious. Randy's here. Oh, okay. I wrote online. I have. I wrote online. Do you need one?
last year. Oh, oh what else we should have discussed? We should, we should have. We should have. We should have. <laughs> oh, wait, they lost Brandy, you know. All right. I think you're done. Well, what, what else do you want to discuss? Uh, well, I think we'll come to you. I, I haven't talked to Brandy much, but I think we'll come to you next with uh, the process for the management team, the three of us. You've named Brandy, right? In the development agreement. So, I mean, it's up to her and SCTD how to communicate with the board and of course your desires and stuff, you know, just like I keep my board, you know, uh, updated. So that process of how, of how we'll go about it. And uh, we've got some land transactions to hopefully conduct between now and if not the first of August, the fall, uh, if we can get, you know, like say, get, get to um, a point where we're not, we, don't own, we don't own 90 acres. The project doesn't own 90 acres. Um, and, and see what we can get done about that, and then keep moving. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for for all of us, but um, you know we're we're gonna be diligent about it and careful and make it work. Mm -hmm. but I, I think that's it. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very, very much. Can we? Can I get a motion that appoints Brandy as our representative on this management team? I don't think we did that before. What are we, what's the most make, making Brandy our representative on that management team? Well, I thought the county had one too. The county named, in the, in the development agreements you approved, the county named Brandy to the management team. Okay. Yep. Now, again, if, you, if we left anything unclear on that, we don't want to push you into a spot there at all. And you're still welcome to come to those meetings. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just one vote. So if you ever decide, hey, let's make an alternate, or just because well, Brady can't be there, you can always do that too. I can go to those meetings as a representative for us. Because I'm on the SCT board. I'll second that motion. we got a motion to second to name Brandy to the board. All in favor say aye. 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 All ayes. Motion carries. So. Everything on the agenda. You got the handbook review and update. Oh, uh, scratch the. Got scratch. Okay. Then this got me stuck. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank, thank you all. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ben said something about wanting to talk to this. I don't know why he's texting. Yes. Quick question. You've got an architect that might be in the middle school. I tried to call out it's high school. Is anything open or how can we? Uh, I don't know if Lance can get in. Um, yeah. They want to come when? Friday? Friday morning, 9.30. Have you, have you contacted anybody now? I've, I've just found out about it yesterday. I tried to call school several times yesterday and this morning, and I... There's no answers. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. <clears throat> sorry, sorry to go to the wrong board here, but I thought. What is your. My phone number? Yeah. 515 
So I don't think Lance can still get in that building, so he's probably not that So did we adjourn? Uh, yeah. I haven't had a motion yet. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry to intrude on the end of your meeting. Here. No, that's fine. I don't know where Jim went. Thanks. He went to the restaurant. Oh, okay. Is there anything left? No. There isn't now after that, no. Well, I don't need to sit here and wait. We had, we, we had a handbook update, but we scratched that because Ben hasn't read it over yet. So, <laughs> Is he on drill or something? Or? He's in the hospital, I think. Oh, I think. I, I can't swear to that. Um, I move we adjourn. No second. <laughs> Motion and second to adjourn. All in favor say aye. 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 Have a good holiday. Yeah, you too.